It's episode 34 of a crazy little thing called Love Death. Holy Maca Lou Rowley. There we go. Let's start this show. Happy Holly! It was Holly on Monday, gone the 9th of March. Celebrated it a day earlier with the missus. The missus wanted to do a Holly celebration. What's Holly? Everyone's asking me out there that listening to the podcast. Basically, Holly is a ancient Indian festival. Originates from the Indian subcontinent, mainly, obviously, in India. But there are other parts of Asia and the Western world that do celebrate it. It's the beginning of festival uh, of spring and love. Yes, how cute is that? And we celebrate it by throwing colours on each other. So we got this powdered colour. Sheila got it from the uh, Indian shops up in Sahara Road, Hansworth, Birmingham. Brat, brat, brat. <laughs> so she got it from there. Um, it looks like powder. Basically, it's like coloured powder, and we you basically just have a laugh and throw it on each other. There's all different types of colours. All the colours of the rainbow are on there. Yeah, great for the gay community. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was thinking, yo, this, the gay community would love this. I bet they play it as well. <laughs> so you basically, you just have fun. You just throw colours on each other. That's kind of like a... Um, uh, water bomb fight it's, it's like that but with powder colored powder it does wash off luckily enough you know i got worried i was i was wearing all black that day I had black jeans black socks black um sweat sweater and i was absolutely colored covered colored <laughs> i was absolutely colored and covered in the stuff uh it was great man the kids love it so we do it every year now it's like a tradition played it in our back garden Sheila decorated the whole garden up. She put balloons up. She even took the Christmas tinsels out and stuck it all around the garden. (laughs) And then we had some food and drink. It was good. Good celebration. So I believe behind it is some kind of history. As always, it's a Hindu festival. uh, But it is to mark the beginning of spring and to spread love. Obviously, the festival signifies the victory of good over evil. That's what it says here on the old Wikipedia. So it signifies the arrival of spring and the end of winter, which blossoms of love and many festive days to meet others. So you get to meet your friends, you get to play and laugh and just forget and forgive and to repair, to repair, should I say, broken relationships. What a great festival. I mean, you can't get better than that, can you? And in India, they celebrate it proper. Because I've been to India when, when the holly was on. It was when it was one of my first experiences of India, actually. And the whole, everybody, like, just imagine your whole town and then your whole co- uh, district and then your country just celebrating it. So, you know, you could be riding down on your little motorbike and then get to the lights and someone comes running up to you. And throws some bright yellow colours on you. <laughs> you can't even be mad about it. Do you know what I mean? You can't. You can't be mad. 
I mean, my kids had to wear sunglasses while they were playing, so <laughs> they didn't want to get it in their eyes. But yeah, it's good fun, man. It's really good fun, and I think they should make it like an annual celebration across the world. And we can all play together then, instead of playing with guns, isn't it? That's all we need to do. Just get loads of colours, get two countries that are fighting with, with each other, get to the border, get your colours ready, go, throw it on each other, yeah, put it in a uh, a little spray, water spray thing, if you wanted to, I'm sure you could do that as well. <laughs> It's a bit like Disney. I think I mentioned this. I went to Disney World in Paris and they, they do the firework display, obviously, at the end of the night, which is, I think is around about 10, 10 p.m. And it's magical, man. Wow. And I think, you know, just watching that on the castle it brings people together, makes you cry. That's what we need to do in the world. Show a bit of colour, a bit of love. Let's celebrate. Spring is my favourite time of the year. I love spring, man. Started getting back on my bike. I haven't been on my bike for ages. I used to cycle to work. I don't even do that now. Getting lazy. So, can't, yeah, I'm looking forward to spring. I'm going to get back on my bike. Um, start cycling around and stuff. I mean, while we got the old uh, coronavirus going on in the UK, we need this celebration. Because <laughs> people are... Oh, man. People are, like, buying... Toilet rolls and supermarkets are selling out. I saw a friend of mine and his name's Sandy. Shout out to Sandy. He's from my ends, lives up by me. And I said him, he's always on his bike as well. He, he doesn't drive, so he's always on a bike. He actually works for the council. He does all the bike maintenance and he teaches kids and adults how to cycle. So that's what his job is. And he was on his bike. And I was like, where are you off to, man? He's like, look, he was in a proper panic. <laughs> He's like, I can't find no toilet roll. There's no toilet roll. I went to, I went to Aldi's and they've run out of toilet roll. There's no, I can't, there's no, there's, there's not even a kitchen roll. I was like, oh my God. He goes, I go, why don't you just go and check in the post office? Cause I was going to the post office and he was like, nah, 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 I'll go to Heron's cause I want to save a bit of money. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, it's expensive in co-op. I just went into co-op. It's expensive, man. I'm not paying £10 for 18 loo rolls. I thought, yeah, you know what? I don't blame you. Yeah, man, what is up with everyone? And I know it's been talked about on quite a few podcasts I've been listening on. The whole toilet roll syndrome. Um, anti-back gels. I've got anti-back gel. I keep it in my car. I've got three antibacterial gels. So if somebody broke into my car, they won't take my stereo. They don't do it anyway. They won't take my sat-nav. I don't have one. I use my mobile. <laughs> no, they won't take anything. If anything, they will take the antibacterial gels. And the proper antibacterial gels, you know what I mean? Not the ones you get off the, the, um, the supermarket. I've got the proper NHS antibacterial uh, gels. We got loads of them. We have loads of them at work, but apparently they've all got missing as well. <laughs> I reckon some of the staff have nicked it and put it on the old eBay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I've got it in my car. The reason I've got that because there's a comedian who I won't say his name, but comedians of comedians will know who he is. Um, he always wants to. When I take him to a gig, 
He needs to use the toilet. You know, he needs a number one. So he's a nightmare because he drinks a little bit. And then we'll stop like every 20 minutes we're stopping. And I can tell when he wants to go because his leg's shaking and like he turns into a little crack addict. <laughs> like he's turking. So I do it for him. So that's the whole reason I've kept it in my car and that's not a lie. He knows who he is. Shout out to you. <laughs> he's got to use my anti-back gel. He knows it as well that I've got it. So you just go, yeah, yeah, I'll go, yeah. Come back in. Yeah, give me hands. Psh, psh, psh. Quick two sprays. There you go. He's happy as Larry. But it's just a nightmare doing that. <laughs> uh, there's been a couple of videos, uh, WhatsApp videos that you've probably seen. There is one where these two women are fighting. I thought it was in the US. For some reason, I don't know why. I always think it happens in the USA. But this was UK. Two women were fighting over toilet rolls. <laughs> There's a big black woman, right? And I think she's fighting, like... They're probably from the Middle East. I don't know. That's my racism coming out. They were like... <laughs> they were proper fighting, man. They're scrapping each other. But to be fair, I don't blame the black woman. Because the other woman, she had a trolley full of toilet rolls. Like, she must have had about 10 toilet roll packets. The big family-sized ones. She had a trolley full of them and the black woman was trying to, you know, grab one off her. Which, to be fair, yeah. Why do you need so many toilet rolls? What is the whole toilet roll pandemic about? A friend of mine, he mentioned in his podcast, I just listened to his today. He said, is it because they get diarrhea through the coronavirus? I think it's because they get self-isolated. So people are worried if they're stuck at home. And they can't leave their house for however many weeks or days. Yeah, they're going to need toilet roll. How much poo are you doing <laughs> to need that many toilet rolls? I totally don't understand what is going on in the world. It's crazy. I mean, I went to my Audi. There was nothing in there. No toilet rolls. They did have the smaller packet size ones. So you get like six, I think. I didn't even look at the price. I didn't even bother. I thought, we still got a few rolls left anyway in our house. And I can wait. I can hang on. The whole panic buying, it's like um, a trend and people just go crazy on it. man. What's, if you're one of these people who have bought more than one packet of toilet roll, there is something wrong with your head, mate. There is something wrong with your head. What you guys need to do is need to do the old... Asian, Eastern side of the world trick. I'm not ashamed to say this, but we use a jug at home. Every single Indian, Pakistani, Bengali, even probably pe people from like Oriental, China, uh, Turkey, that part of the world, we all have a jug in our house. People who've got a bit of money have got the ones that just spray up your bum. The toilet sprays up your bum. And we just wash it like normal. We wash it. We wash our hands afterwards. We make sure it's clean. So we've been doing it for donkey years. <laughs> That's what you people need to do out there. You Europeans out there. Use a jug, man. One, it's good for the environment. Two, your bum is clean. The thing about using a toilet roll is, I mean, I'm an Indian guy and I get hair all over my ass. <laughs> 
So when that bit of tissue gets stuck on your bum, it hurts, man. <laughs> so, yeah, use a uh, jug, jug of water. Get an old jug if you have to. And keep back in the days, right, one of my uncles used to keep a milk bottle, a glass milk bottle next to the toilet. <laughs> and we used to use that. And uh, when he's good down my nans, my nan would have one, and everyone would have one. But you don't see glass milk bottles anymore. <laughs> we just use the old jugs now. Yeah, do that. Don't worry about it. Nothing's going to happen. I think it's just a whole, um, you know. I mean, yeah, it's out there and you could get affected. But the chances of that happening is very low. Actually, talking about, you know what? I've never done my podcast without stopping and recording it. <laughs> so this is the first. I'm going all the way through, man. Um, a relative of mine, one of my sister-in-laws, she went to Venice for her birthday. So her and her husband went. I think he surprised her because he she didn't even know they were going. So they just went on a little weekend trip. Um, she's got back before she got back a day before all flights were cancelled. So she's lucky in that sense. But apparently she's stuck at home now because she can't go back into work um, after fourteen days, and they won't pay her. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing, but that's going to be including him as well. So they're a newly married couple. They've just bought a new house and they can't go to work. So they're stuck in the house. Um, but apparently they're thinking of decorating the house. They might as well, isn't it? You know what I mean? you got two weeks. you got nothing to do. Decorate your house. <laughs> that is some bad luck though, isn't it? That is some bad luck right there, I suppose. What can you do, eh? Right, well, should we talk about... Uh, let's move on. Should we do the No Stupid Questions? You know how it, this podcast runs now. No stupid questions. On to the other one, uh, the weird news story. So yeah, let's start. Let's start with the no stupid questions. I have no idea what the news no stupid question is going to be. Let's have a look what it is. I went straight in there. Yeah, I went on the Reddit. This is where I get all the no stupid questions from. By the way, if you're a new listener, welcome. So the no stupid question. It actually, re- <laughs> it actually relates to last podcast that I did. Do you remember the ant that was on my head? <laughs> I don't know where that ant came from. I haven't seen another one since, but I'm sure he'll be back. So this relates to ants, and it comes from somebody's username called My Mates Found My Ack ACC account. That's who's been posted off. Straight away I saw it and I was like, yeah, we're doing that one. So the no stupid question is, <laughs> if an ant from a colony outside my house gets on my car and I drive 15 minutes away, <laughs> what does the ant do? Ah, <laughs> oh, I love this. I love this. Um, this group, the no stupid questions group. So if an ant gets on your car and you drive 15, 20 minutes away and the ant manages to survive that drive, first of all. <laughs> I mean, it'd have to get in the car, wouldn't it, to survive? Because if you're driving 
that long and probably at a speed which is over 40 miles per hour, I'm sure that ant is going to fly off. So what does the ant do? That's a... Do you know what? It's a stupid question, but it's also a clever question. What would the ant do? I reckon the ant would find its own way home. Ants are clever, in it? I mean, come on. They know food. I don't know how they do it. Is it the senses? Is it the smell? I mean, they're tiny little things. <laughs> they will find food and take it back to their colony and give it to the queen. If an ant was on... If I was an ant and I was on, say... I was on a, I don't know, I was on a Porsche 911 and it was going really fast and I survived and I got off. I suppose I'd have to go and find another ant colony and I'd be like an alien to them, wouldn't I? Like, Hello, I'm so-and-so. Mind you, all ants look the same, so it wouldn't be <laughs> it wouldn't be hard. So he's put down anyways, but does he search for his original home? Probably. Does he search for a new colony and would he be rejected there? Or would he try and live by himself and die? <laughs> okay right there is 254 comments just on this i'm gonna read just a few so the first one we'll read it says ants navigation and decision making is based largely on scent so without the pheromone trails from its nest it might home in on the scent of food yeah but once it found food it wouldn't know what to do with it <laughs> I wonder if it will starve or get eaten. Someone's put down, what type of food is it? <laughs> Sweet stuff, man. Oh, dear. Any, I'm trying to find one where somebody actually makes any sense. So, just in another comment. <laughs> Somebody's put, they, they food... What? The food they collect is for the grasshoppers. Once the grasshoppers are fed for winter, the ants have just enough time to find enough stuff to turn it into sugar to survive the winter until one day a clumsy ant named Flick <laughs> took the adventure of a lifetime. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. So basically the answer to that question is I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. Really don't know. To be fair, I don't think he'll make it back because he'll probably get run over or stepped on. And to join another colony, I'm sure he will, because all ants look the same, innit? <laughs> okay, I love ants. Who doesn't love an ant? Right, shall we go over to the other one, the uh, weird news story? I'm going to go and find a weird news story, and it's going to be on here now. I can hear the toilet flushing. Somebody's in the bathroom upstairs. Okay. <laughs> Get the loo roll. Right. This one comes all the way from Australia. And the title is... Family accidentally orders 48 boxes of toilet paper. <laughs> so, an Australian family who attempted to order 48 rolls of toilet paper online instead ended up with 48 boxes boxes <laughs> worth of the bathroom tissue Heidi Jantkezi of Toowoomba is this Australia shout out to Heidi Janziki of Toowoomba 48 years old no sorry 48 <laughs> I was gonna say happy birthday it doesn't tell her her age 
Anyway, she's ordered 48 rolls at the time from an online company called Who Gives a Crap. <laughs> That's great for a name, whogivesacrap.com. But she recently made an error while switching to a different variety of paper ordered by that website. So when she was asked for a quantity, she put 48, thinking there'd be 48 rolls. <laughs> Turns out it was 48 boxes. <laughs> well, there's a blunder. The Korean man turned up at the door with two palets of toilet paper. Palets, you know. <laughs> palets, two palets, not palets. Two palets of toilet paper instead of one box. Janet Zgi said she checked her credit card statement and confirmed she spent over 2,000 US dollars. Sorry, Australian dollars. Plus shipping <laughs> for the massive haul of paper. She said the recent toilet paper shortage is stemming from coronavirus. Concerns have simplified the process of getting rid of the rolls. That's true. you got a business there now. <laughs> the family has started selling the toilet paper at a slight markup to support a school trip for her daughter's class. Well, there you go. So, <laughs> I reckon that was on purpose. But she's going to make a business out of it now. You could probably... People would pay a pound just for one roll, I reckon. So you've made your money there already. If you get 48 rolls in a box, yeah, then you've made your money in there. I can't work out the maths. But if not, if 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 you feel really ashamed of your story, you have 48 boxes now that you can put your stuff in and move out of town. <laughs> oh, man, this whole toilet roll dilemma. That is today's podcast episode 30 Summit 4, is it? I don't know. Tell your friends, support the podcast, tell your mates, tell your nan, tell your local shopkeepers, run out of toilet paper. Listen to this podcast, it's wonderful. Crazy little thing called Love Dev. Oh, we've got a gig tonight as well, before I go. I'm headlining. Yeah, I'm headlining. Remember I was saying before, I'm determined now to start headlining. I am closing a gig tonight down in Hereford. So I'm looking forward to that. I'll be doing that tonight. Whatever you guys are doing today, tonight, this morning, have a good one. I'll see you soon.